All right, guys, welcome back to episode 93 of the Kneel Down Podcast. Memorial Day weekend come and gone. Vibes are high. Beautiful weather out. Can't beat it. Oh, what a weekend it was. I don't think there's a cloud in sky for the whole weekend. I think I'm still recovering from the weekend, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a good time. Um, but, yeah, now we're here. We have the NFC East at Anthony's draft, I guess, before – Breaking news, D-Hop, cut, released. Yep, not even traded. Just couldn't just get anything for him. Yeah, uh, there was uh, rumors to the Jets. Robert, Robert Sala pretty much shut those rumors down. So, honestly, I would like to see him and Deshaun Watson re- relink, even though it's gross. But, I mean, obviously every team should be calling about Deshaun or Deshaun Watson. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, no one should be calling about Deshaun Watson. No, he can stay on the Browns. <laughs> yeah. I know the two biggest teams or the biggest rumors, rumor teams right now are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Um, I mean, him at in Kansas City would just be top 10 wide receiver. Oh, I don't think have a high ceiling. So you, you broke up there. I heard I heard Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, and their ceiling. That's it. Yeah, I think top ten if he goes to Kansas City. Buffalo, 100%. I don't 100%. think he's the top ten. Yeah, with Diggs there, that's tough. I mean, obviously Kansas City, they have a tight end one, but not a not. Darius Tony's not a wide receiver one, so you would instantly jump into that role with Pat Mahomes, easily top ten. I would say Bills, top fifth. He's such a talented receiver, though. That's tough. I'd, I'd say top 15. Oh, I mean, I don't, I mean, probably, but you got to figure Kansas City's first in passing yards, fifth in pass attempts last year um, compared to Buffalo with Josh Allen. Uh, I mean, I, we talked about it last week. They don't do a lot of things, they don't do one thing amazing. They just do a lot of things really well. They were ninth in passing yards and 13th in pass attempts. So the volume is a lot higher in Kansas City for him. Right. Yeah, I mean, that would be – fuck. how high would D-Hop be drafted if he went to the Chiefs in redraft leagues? In what? redrafts, he would third be round? A third round for sure. Yeah, top – yeah, third round. Um, if you get him as your wide receiver Waddle, two. DK Metcalf there. Well, DK's going – yeah, that would definitely bump up his value. Oh, 100%. Buffalo Bills, that would bring it down. Or not Buffalo, excuse me, New England Patriots. Oh, 100%. I'm not touching them. I don't care. If I'm no, wrong, not, I'm wrong. Not at all. Not at all. All right, so I got the draft last week, and you got the first pick. You you offered to have me do this pick, or the draft again this week. Do you again get the first pick? Yes. Okay. It is. They want to do in life, check it off the list. Things they have not done yet, and it's the same rules apply for opposite. So if you haven't done it yet, this is allowed. If you're anti-bucket list, things you never want to do in your life. Yeah, my first one. I I don't think there's a 101 because there's so many different fears out there. Um, some people just don't want to travel to different countries. So I don't think there's a 101. But for me, I will never do swimming with the sharks. Oh, that is on my list. See, I, I don't think there's a one-on-one one either. I wrote that fifth, though. So okay. I, still, I still got my one through four. Swimming with sharks, 100%. Fuck that. You don't care. 
those cages, I feel like they can get their faces through. Well, even some people will do swimming with sharks, like free swim. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I am out. I'm not, I don't even like being, I don't want, I don't even want to be in an ocean. Like even like up to my knees, I still get, I'm freaked out about. Yeah, I am the same way. Uh, my my 101, I never want to skydive. I feel like that's yep. a lot of people's 101s. I'm deathly afraid of heights. Easily my 101. Fuck that. Yeah, I kind of assume that that's what your 101 was going to be because I know you hate heights. But I want to skydive, so I obviously couldn't put that on my list. Fun, fun fact, not every person who skydives makes it to the ground. <laughs> no, where do they go? <laughs> the what do you mean method. they don't make it to the ground? <laughs> Oh, God. Drake and Josh. Iconic. Oh, I'm going to go. You already gone. Lines. This was, I, I thought. Sorry, I kept thinking. No, that's, it was tough to think of things. Yeah, because like, I want to do all, all the traveling as as I want. I want to visit stadiums, blah, blah, blah. Right. But kind of the same thing of skydiving. For me, I think it's scarier. It's bungee jumping. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but fuck that. Yeah, I just the fact that I'm a, a, attached to a rubber band, I'm good. I'm yeah, honestly, I think I may go skydiving before I go bungee jumping. Fuck that. Yeah, I just because I at least have two parachutes with I have one, and then the guy I drop with has one. That's two chances. Bungee jumping, you got one chance. Yeah, how, how do you even spell that? Everything is coming up red. B U N G or G E E. That's what I wrote at least. Oh, there you go. Bungee. That's cool. I, I was going B U N G I E for some reason. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long fucking day. Uh, this is, I so, honestly, a lot of people love it. Everybody does it when they drink. I've never seen the appeal of it. It's never done it in my life. I will never smoke a cigarette in my life. Oh. <laughs> 102. Everybody loves a drunk cigarette. That's that's a popular phrase nowadays. I don't get it. I know you can't get addicted from one fucking cigarette or two cigarettes a night. I just don't get it. When I'm drunk, I don't want a cigarette. I want another beer. I don't get it. The fact that this is on... Who, who do you know that has on their bucket list to smoke a cigarette? Do you know? Do you at least know someone? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this is the anti-bucket list. I get that, but like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anthony just wrote things I will never do, and just added in bucket list. <laughs> well, the the others are fair, but I needed to smoke a cigarette on there. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna skip my number three because I thought of other ones better. Um, maybe I'll save it for later. I know you won't do it because I think you already have done it. But I'm going to do, again with the heights, a free solo climb. Oh, that was not on my list either. But again, fuck that. Yeah. I'll, maybe I, I would maybe do some mountain climbing. Maybe. But I need all the wires, the cables, everything. Oh, free. Oh, you're not doing any. Holy shit. It's, you yeah, it's free solo climbing. You couldn't pay me. A trillion billion dollars to fucking free solo climb anything out of mountain. Get no. out of town. No, get yeah, get yeah. get out. Get of my bent. Head. God damn it, you're gonna win this one. Well, yeah, uh, you put smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's the anti bucket list. 
My third one, I got my one, two, three, riding a hot air balloon. You can't control those things. I I, I really want to ride in one. That I feel like I'm I'm claustrophobic. You're gonna feel like the in that four by four basket up there, only the wind controlling where you go. That no thanks. I I'm good. I, I don't like heights. You're not strapped into anything. Can't control where the balloon goes. I'm good. Yeah, there is I believe it's in either Simo or Shano, so up near Green Bay. Every year they do like a hot air balloon um carnival. Um, I've never been, but my mom has gone, sent me photos. It just looks so beautiful and so peaceful. I want to be up in the air balloon, though, in the hot air balloon. I mean, I get, I get the appeal. I just, not for me. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go. It's not really big, but in, in uh, other countries, it is, it's very popular. It's a sport for some. Um, running with the bulls. What? All right, you only I only had one of your three, but they are all great picks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been in a pen with cows, and if they look at me, I start backing up. Now you add <laughs> horns to that thing. Yeah, no, no thanks. No, I'm good. I am good. Yeah, I actually know someone who ran with the bulls last summer. Wow. I, I wouldn't say a college buddy, a college acquaintance, but yeah, he's alive to tell the tale. He actually ran it with Drew Brees. Drew Brees ran it last year. Wow, and he's yeah. Drew Brees is old. He ain't quick. Nah, fun fact: if the, you don't have to outrun the bull, you just have to outrun the next slowest guy. I gotta outrun <laughs> Drew Brees. I think I could do that, honestly. Uh, all right. I also know someone who's done my last pick. It's mm-hmm. officiate a wedding. That's a lot of fucking pressure that I just don't want to do. You're, yeah, we not... we both had friends do ours. Yeah, I just I don't want all that pressure added on me. Everybody's looking at you. I just, if I'm in the wedding, fine. If I'm not in the wedding, let me sit back and get drunk before the wedding. Don't just, I, I, I get it. I get why people pick special people to, to officiate their weddings. Just don't pick me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I would not want to either. Um, I feel like I'm okay with words. I'm not the best public speaker. Um, so yeah, you add those two things in not being great at either. I'm out. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. I, my last two are pretty stupid, so I'm not. We're just gonna go four rounds. But what did you leave off? I left off uh, a, a storm chaser, so chase a tornado. Oh. Okay. Um, and then hold a giant snake. Oh, I've done that. Yep. That that's one I did not pick. That I knew you've done. Yeah, I felt it. It took me and three other people to hold this like 200 pound snake. Yeah. No. <laughs> I I would much rather like. That is probably like my number one of thing like I won't do, but it's not the deadliest. So that's why I couldn't like you know put it on. Like I couldn't I couldn't make it as my list because like the other ones I have a good chance of dying. This one I'm probably not gonna die. Fun fact: most snakes are not deadly. They are not, but they can wrap around you and kill you. No, well that's called deadly. But no, because then every big snake six feet would be deadly. Not every snake is poisonous. All right. Uh, I left off. Go on a hike. I've never gone on a hike, and I don't ever want to. What? <laughs> I wish you would have put that on your list because you, you wouldn't have gotten a single vote. I don't want to fucking hike. That's stupid. You Why? wouldn't have gotten a single vote. No, I'm not trying to walk through a fucking uneven terrain, through the woods, through the mountains, walk through to cross the river to grandma's house. I don't fucking care where it is. Just leave me out. I know uh, 
for your bachelor party, Jack wanted a fucking hike, and yeah, I I would have <laughs> gladly sat in my air conditioner conditioned house and waited that one out. Yeah, see, I like hikes. I like the views that I get with it. Um, so that's why, and you know, I like just being outside and working out. So I I do like hikes. There's just not really a lot of places to hike in this flat land we call Wisconsin. All right. And my last one, it was get a master's degree. I'm done with school. Hmm. Okay. I, Knowing what we know now, experience is way more important than the piece of paper. Depending on the job, depending on jobs, obviously. Right. Um, but, I, but, for, but for what you and I do in the logistics field, yes. Yeah, that, I would agree. Yep. Well, all right. I have a feeling and I know who, I've been on two game win streak so far. I have a feeling I am not going to win this one, but we'll see. Yeah. You never know with how they vote sometimes. You do never know. All right. Uh, we got the NFC East here, uh, starting with the Eagles last year at a surprising 14 and three to most. Yeah. Uh, we both had them winning the division. If I, if I recall correctly, at least I did for sure. I think you did too. I thought, I thought I had the Cowboys. I deleted okay. the last year's notes already, but okay. yeah, the Eagles and Cowboys were right there. I remember. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Jalen hurts. QB three last year. He missed two games towards the end. He got hurt. Um, 460 pass attempts, 3,700 yards, 22 touchdowns. Not great, but where he wins you leagues is 165 rushing attempts, 760 yards, and 13 rushing touchdowns. Um, what do you have to say about the guy who was QB1 heading into the last three weeks of the season? I mean, yeah, looking at those stats and the amount of rushing attempts and touchdowns, the offense didn't change. He'll, be, he'll still be a top five guy. QB5 is his floor. Mm-hmm. There's not much to say about Jalen Hurts. I would, if, if people took Jalen Hurts over Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, redraft, I wouldn't even bet nine. Okay. I think I would. I think he's my number three. Um, I just think the lack of pass attempts and just lack of just passing that the team does just scares me a little bit. Um, I mean, I mean he's like, only going around later. What? He's only going around later than those, those two guys. And, and I once I had him in Dynasty because I love the value, and I traded him. But again, Dynasty is different in redraft, um, just with the durability standpoint. But I think, I mean, does the lack of a te- passing attempts like scare you at all? Like five percent, ten percent, any scare, um, fear of his lack of passing? Can I go zero percent? Because that's where I'm at. Not okay. At yeah, you totally can. He's got two top twelve receivers and a top ten tight end. If he needs to pass. Okay. All right, that's that's fair. I I, I probably won't take any shares of Jalen Hurts this year. Um, for but, for okay. where he's go, for where he's going and how my draft strategy is and where I like to draft right there, probably not. I won't either. But yeah, yeah. I, I if he fell to the fifth, then I probably then I I would I would pull so fast. Even the fourth, I might think about that if I get right. two receivers in our top back. Mm-hmm. No, totally fair. So let's go to this mess of the backfield. That's an um, understatement. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, so Miles Sanders is gone. They're missing 48% of carries, 5% of uh, passing opportunities just from him. Um, 259 attempts, or in 11 total touchdowns with 1,200 rushing yards. Where is that going to go? I don't know. I mean, Sanders was one spot away from being an RB1 last year. It's yep. going to go somewhere, but between Swift, Gainwell, Penny – I, I don't fucking know. I I wrote down if I had to guess the, the share right now of the backfield, 
it would be Swift close to 50%, Gainwell and Penny close to 25%. Really? Swift is a pass-catching back. I mean, assuming he gets more work than you know what Sanders got through there, which wasn't much. It was only 20 catches for, what, 78 yards? That's, that's nothing. Uh, I mean, Gainwell, 240 rushing yards last year, not much at all. Sanders' work is going to go somewhere. It's just – People are, I think people are drafting Swift with the hopes of him being the RB1. I think he will be the RB1 on this team, but temper your your expectations. Who do you you think is going to lead the backfield? Oh, I, Jalen Hurts. Um, Okay, obviously me too, but (laughs) I just hurts out of it. Swift is a pass catching guy. We just went over, they don't pass a lot to begin with, let alone they didn't pass a lot to the running backs. He's not a goal line guy. He's not the big guy like Penny is, like like even Gainwell's not, but like Penny is. Um, I think Penny is going to get the most of the goal line opportunity, and Swift will get the third down opportunity. And game, I think it's going to be a big committee. So I would probably want the one that's going the latest. So probably Rashad Penny. I don't. I don't know what off the top of my head, but it'll probably be Rashad Penny. Probably. And that's where I would probably want to go. They they got him in the offseason, paying him, I mean, not a lot by any means. And they only gave up, like, a fifth rounder for Swift. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think any of these three guys are going to be leaders, 70% opportunities. This is the only part of the Eagles offense I'm not touching throughout the year. Yep, yep. Uh, A.J. Brown last year, wide receiver five. Devonta Smith, wide receiver ten. They both put up close to 1,200 yards or more. A.J. Brown, 11 touchdowns. Devonta Smith, seven. Both saw over 135 targets. Can A.J. Brown be a wide receiver five again? Absolutely. Can Devonta Smith be a top ten receiver again? Absolutely. I I think that was their ceiling last year. Um, I think Goddard, who missed five games, that's when Smith kind of came on. He was kind of an not an afterthought, but he wasn't having those big games that he had when Goddard was out. Um, so I, I don't think that they can. And I, and AJ Brown was the wide receiver, I think six, buddy. Cause I think I was correct on, he cannot be a top five receiver. And I think I got it by like one point by one spot. Oh, I may have looked at, uh, sorry, I know you look at sleeper. I may have looked at half points. My bad. Yep, and it, so in standard, he was the wide receiver four and PPR. He's the wide receiver six. Okay. Uh, so, again, just what I've talked about with my fear, my 5% fear maybe with Jalen Hurts for lack of pass attempts, and now you add in Goddard again. He can play the whole season. Um, if he can't, then yes, you guys will both be top 10. But if not, I think they come down three to five spots. So, A.J. Brown and Rejeft is going, I mean, damn near first round, if not, what, back end of the first round. Are you comfortable with him as your wide receiver one? Comfortable, yeah, because I know he has those games that he's always had where he's going to win you a week, 35 points, three touchdowns. He's going to win you a week, and that's I'm okay with him as my wide receiver one. Devonta Smith, I am not – I don't want him as my wide receiver one. No, I, I wouldn't want him either. I mean, if you if you draft a, an A.J. Brown type limb, maybe like Tyreek Hill and Devonta Smith, wide receiver one and two, boom, fine with that. Devonta Smith is going back into the third, sometimes even the fourth round. I'll take him in the fourth round all fucking day. Yep. So on best ball right now, um, AJ Brown is wide receiver five, um, and Devonta Smith is wide receiver twelve. So I think again, that's both their ceilings um, on where they're being drafted right now. 
Um, I put, you know, CD Lamb, Adams, and Aminra are the next three, and Diggs, the next four under AJ Brown. I kind of like the other guys, maybe not Adams right now because we don't know what's going on in that QB room, but I like the other three maybe just a tad more for their ceiling. But I don't know. I, I, if I get them all at the same spot, then give me AJ Brown. Yeah, he. I think he's the best receiver besides Adams. But the opportunity and there, those other three guys, Diggs, Lamb, and Brown, they're the ones. Like the the one. There's not even a, a B or a two. Brown and Smith are one A, one B. We're on the other team. That's one and then two. So those other guys are the main wide receiver where AJ Brown will be sharing a lot of targets, 135 with Smith. Uh, I do we'll like them both. I do like them I, both. Okay, yeah. Don't hear what we're not saying. We yeah. love them both. Yes. Dale Scotter, tight end 12 last year, only playing 12 games, 702 yards, three touchdowns. If he plays the whole season, he's easily a top 10 option and yep. top, top five upside in my opinion. Yeah, he can be a top five upside guy. I know we talked about him on um, maybe fallers or I don't think it was busts or anything or just guys I didn't like. <laughs> I like where he's going at his value right now. He's the tight end seven. I think that's where he'll probably end up. I just don't see a way he can be top three. And that's what really what you want to try and get the top three guys. Um, again, with the other two pass catching guys, run heavy team. It's just a, not a lot of opportunity for me to like reach for Goddard. No, no, I'm not reaching for Goddard either. He's going to be in that middle tight end section where we try and stay away from. But mm-hmm. I mean, if he falls enough, he's, he could be a value. Yeah, like I said, he's right after Kittle, right before Njoku, Ingram, Pat, Schultz, Kincaid. Yeah, it's a good spot for him. Yeah, yeah and I, I think that's his ceiling. I really do. Okay. Uh, let's touch on these uh, these boys here. Cowboys, 12-5 and five last year. Just They were – it looked like the Eagles were going to run away with it, and the, it, they really never did. Cowboys were always just hanging around. Uh, but Dak Prescott, it, this was <laughs> Dak is so weird to me because when you hear Dak Prescott's name, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want any shares of him. Like this guy sucks. He's just, he's just a middle, mediocre, middle of tier quarterback list. But when he's healthy, he has never not been a top twelve quarterback. He finishes QB six, 10, 12, 2, and seven when playing 16 games or more, it, it's a big if. But if he's healthy, he's a fucking value more than anybody in those in those middle to later rounds, 8, 9, 10, and redraft leagues. Do you agree? Yeah, he is pretty safe. He's going right after uh, Trevor Lawrence in best ball. He's ahead of Watson, Tua, Daniel Jones. Um, again, a, a really safe spot where I, w- I would take him if I needed to. Um, doesn't really doesn't say what round, but if I did, you know, search through it overall, I would be able to find it. But I'm just on the quarterbacks. Um, the only scarcity I have right now is just with the new OC and Mike McCarthy wanting to run the ball more. Yeah. Um, but again, I think he'll he should be a top ten, uh, top twelve quarterback. Uh, Mr. Tony Pollard with Z. Hey, my exiting, exiting the building. I'm I'm. I still have yet to get on the Pollard train, but it's still early. But he could be an early my guy for Mason. RB7 last year, 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns with 39 catches, 371 and three through the air. Zeke has 254 opportunities vacated and 12 touchdowns. A total of 48% of the team's opportunities, 44 rushing, 4% on targets, are gone. 
They did not bring on a running back yet. Obviously, they're still dabbling. Cook, maybe he comes. Maybe Zeke comes back. I don't know. They didn't spend a high draft capital on a running back. Just a 5-5 running back um, out of Kansas State in the late rounds. 44% rushing attempts. If he even gets 20% of those, RB, RB5, just 20%. He's an easy RB5 just on the attempts and yards alone. Now you add in the rushing touchdowns, a little bit more pass catching because they're missing 31 total percent of targets are gone um, in the whole offense from uh, Dalton Schultz leaving, Zeke leaving. Um, I think that's it. I just find it. I just find it hard to believe with the new OC and what McCarthy's been saying that they're going to go from a 50-50 committee the past couple of years to a bell cow more than almost any other team in Pollard, a three-down back. I just, I don't see that yet. But why I do, why I do see it is because they haven't done anything to to show me that they want that they wanted to do a 50-50. And that's that's crazy. They're, what have they shown you? They're, his backup no, they running back. Oh, oh, you're saying that's crazy that they haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the backup right now is Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Two-time Super Bowl winner, Ronald Jones. Yeah, can't forget that. Cannot could, forget that. Could be three times after this year. Uh, now at the Cowboys. <laughs> now at the Cowboys. But I just see the window for Pollard. It's insane. The team was second in rushing touchdowns, six in rushing attempts. Um, and it's just from what the coaches have said, they want to do it more. I'm not saying he's going to get 90% of the team's rushing. He's not going to be Derrick Henry. But if he gets 70 after just getting 44, that's insane. Give me so Tony Pollard all day long. It's a huge jump. Would you? So let's say the hype, hype chain continues all the way through the offseason. Tony Pollard's value jumps up to the second round in redraft. Are you going that high? Yeah, he's currently in best ball, the RB6, um, right after Saquon, right before Nick Chubb. And people who like Nick Chubb, it's the same thing. They don't have a sustainable backup, and uh, but Tony Pollard can at least catch the ball. Nick Chubb does not catch the ball at all. No, no. Cowboys offense will be better than Cleveland. Um, and then the other guys after him, Josh Jacobs, who I do love. Uh, I was going to say, I think – yeah, give me I'm, Josh I'm just Jacobs. nervous on what's going to happen with the QB situation now. If it's Jimmy G, give me Josh Jacobs over Tony Pollard. Um, hmm. Hmm. We've I, we've seen we've seen Josh Jacobs ball out. Tony Pollard hasn't balled out in a what? lone in a lone backfield. Yeah, you're right. He balled out as the RB eight in a 50-50 timeshare, five point two yards a carry, nine touchdowns. I hope he can hold up. Oh my I, God. I He's had the one injury towards the end of the season. He's had all off season. He will be fine. I love Jimmy. Give me every Tony Pollard share. Well, if you want him as a, my guy later in the off season, you got him so far, but there we go. Let's go to your boy. I fucking love CD lamb. Wide receiver six last year, 107 uh, catches, 13, 59 and nine. Uh, they did add Brandon cooks. Michael Gabs coming back. I, but I would imagine he finishes right around the back, middle to back end wide receiver one numbers. I wrote maybe 100 catches, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. Still wide receiver one numbers. I would be shocked if he fell out outside the top 12 again. Yeah, I think he's top 10. Um, I think the only reason why he might drop is, again, 
the they did bring on Brandon Cooks, but they lost also Schultz. You know, like I had mentioned before, 31% of the team's targets are gone. They're not just going to go all to Brandon Cooks. He'll probably see max 20%. Um, but no, I think I think Lamb is one of the safest wide receivers. He's going as the wide receiver seven. 100%. Um, I like him. I don't – top five, he's going to have to score more than nine touchdowns, I think. Um to, to do it again this year. Again, Jamar Chase missed some games. Cooper Cup missed games last year. Um, but I do like CD, safe guy, top 10. Uh, and I didn't write much on Cooks or Gallup, but if I had to take the shot on one of them, it's going to be Cooks. I'd imagine they're both going double-digit rounds in redraft right now. I wrote meh to Brandon Cooks. I, <laughs> yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. Only way – he could very well be relevant because, like, they only have one true receiver. Their tight ends is a, a second-year guy and a rookie. So – the, the opportunity is there for Cooks, but he's older. He's just been bouncing around, been banged up. Um, I'm not like tr- – he's not a late-round sleeper for me, but I also don't mind him either. He is going – I can't even find him. I hope I didn't pass him. Mm. He'll, he'll be a bench and bye week filler. That's, that's pretty much all of me. I know. I had to have missed him because I'm at Randall Cobb. Breaking college football news before we get to the tight ends. Go ahead. The Cheez-It Bowl has officially been renamed to the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Anyways, these tight ends. Oh, Brandon Cooks is going as the wide receiver 45, right after Zay Flowers, right ahead of Quentin Johnson. Okay. Um, right ahead of Quentin Johnson? No, yep. thanks. Um, give me QJ. <laughs> yeah. I, I Again, I, do, I don't mind Cooks, but I think his season's just going to be meh. He might be a wide receiver 34. Um, so, again, he might have one game where he breaks out, but it'll probably end up being just like 5 for 55 and a touchdown every four games. I'll draft him with one of your last picks and then trade him high mm-hmm. on that one game. Yep. Uh, Schultz last year, he's hit 70% of the tight end snaps. Uh, this is going to be more of a committee, I'm assuming. He had vacated 89 targets, 577 and five touchdowns. Between Jake Ferguson – Peyton Hendershot and Schoonmaker. I don't fucking know. I'm they like Dak and the Cowboys have liked the tight ends. Um, I, I feel I, like there's going to be one. They spend a second round on the Schoonmaker out of Michigan. Ferguson is it's, his, it's in his second year. He's passed in Wisconsin. They're n- they're not going to be drafted. No, definitely not. Um, so they're definitely a waiver wire. Like if you really like them. Um, they, they'll be on the waivers. Um, Schoonmaker is the wide receiver 33 right now. Or, excuse me, tight end 33. And that's got to be – a that is above Ferguson. So, okay, that cannot be true, is it? On the on the depth chart, they have it listed as Ferguson, Hendershot, Schoonmaker in that order. Yeah, I'm just not seeing Ferguson right now because there's no way he's a top – yeah, I'm just not seeing his name. Well – Regardless, in yep. all of your redraft leagues, they'll all be on the waivers and they're going to go undrafted. So here he is, yeah, tight end thirty nine. So he's six bucks lower than Schoonmaker. Yep, and I'm out on all three. Yep. Uh, Giants last year snuck into the playoffs and won a game nine seven and one. Uh, I, I mean, Daniel Jones QB nine last year because of his rushing, hundred twenty attempts, seven hundred eight on the ground, and seven touchdowns. I, I mean. Rushing is king with quarterbacks. If he can rush for another, let's say, 500 yards instead of 700, he, he'll be a QB 12 or higher again. 
Yeah, he is a cheap, poor man's Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Um, he was a QB, like I said, QB9. I'll be 25th in passing yards, 27th in pass attempts, and 24th in passing touchdowns. At least the other guys are throwing over 20 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 15 like, touchdowns, five 15. picks last year. He had yeah. 22 total touchdowns. You, I like his value. They added on Darren Waller, who was a better pass catcher than what he had all season. So, if you want to wait for quarterbacks, I do like Danny Dimes. I don't like him as an actual football player because I think he sucks. He does suck. But for fantasy, I think he's a steal in the late rounds. He's going as a QB 12. Yeah. Nine with 15 passing touchdowns last year. Yeah, if you take a tight end early, Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts, and you want to wait super late on a quarterback, I'm totally fine with taking Daniel Jones and Anthony Richardson or Geno Smith. You know, two of those quarterbacks back-to-back with a couple of my last picks here. Yeah, I'm trying to see where he's actually going in best ball. Give me one sec. I'm right next to him. What number did I say he was? 13? Yeah, he's going the 95th uh, pick. Uh, So that's – if you're doing a 12-man league, that's eighth, ninth round. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, with, with a potential QB 12 or higher, eighth, ninth round, can't beat that. Yeah, cannot beat it. What about uh, Saquon? I didn't, Saquon. can't really say much. No, I, I mean, RB6 last year, coming off his best finish since his rookie year, 371 opportunities. He's one of the true, absolute workhorses left in the league. Uh, I mean, He's another year older. Doesn't matter. He's going to be a top 10 back with 1,700 yep. total yards, 10 touchdowns last year. If he gets anywhere close to that, which he probably will, boom, top 10 back. Yep, he um, he is he is on the franchise tag. I don't believe he signed it yet, so that's the only thing you have to watch for. But hopefully you're not doing your redraft drafts right now. Um, yeah, top 10, he gets 76 pass – or. Uh, Passing attempts, I can't even think of the word, targets or uh, whatnot. So, yeah, he's, he's, he is just as safe as they kind of come in the backfields. Uh, yeah, these six receivers I wrote all in one category. Hodgins, Slayton, Wandale, Shepard, Campbell, and the rookie Jalen Hyatt. I wrote, who the hell emerges as the wide receiver one? Uh, Darren Waller. Okay, I wrote, so Hodgins finished as a top 24 receiver, four of his last five games, great. Wandale had a top 12 game, unfortunately, before that the same game he got injured out for the year. Great. Is there enough volume for any of these guys with Danny Dimes only throwing 3,200 yards with Darren Waller? Probably not. No. And I'll tell you why there's not from this stat alone. There are – hold on. There are 0% of targets miss, uh, gone, vacated from the tight ends. Like, they didn't lose any tight ends. They brought on Darren Waller now. There are only 22% targets gone from wide receivers. 22%. So even if those guys see everything they saw last year, Darren Waller only getting 22% while Saquon gets 76 targets, Paul Lees. Waller will see 25 minimum percent of this team's targets, yards, touchdowns. He is the only pass catcher I want on this offense. I, yeah, I wrote Hodgins and Wandale wide receiver three numbers, and that's it. And that would be, I think, their absolute max. So, yeah, wide receiver 25 through 36. I I, I think 25 is definitely their max. I think 30 to 36 is realistic. I think they, I think they are just going to be just the most irrelevant pass-catching team in this league this year. 
Uh, well, let's talk about Waller. I mean, obviously he hasn't he hasn't played a full season since 2020, but 2019 he was a tight end three. 2020 tight end two. He's gonna be 31 by the time you know this season starts. I think with this offense, dare I say, tight end five. Season. I have top not not even. I think his ceiling is top three. Okay, I didn't know how spicy of a take my tight end five was going to be, no. but tight end three is spicy. I did top five, easy upside, top three even. I wrote floor tight end 12. There is there is a world where this offense fucking blows and he doesn't do shit. The only way he is tight end 12 is if he misses time. That's the only way. If he plays all 17 games and actually plays, like not missing, right. he plays a quarter and gets hurt. If he plays 17, even 16 games, hell, even 15 probably. He will be a top eight tight end. Like if he misses two games, he'll still be top eight. Yeah, D- Darren Waller, another great value in those middle rounds. Yep. Uh, and, I, yeah. I think we would both we would both take. I would I would take Waller over Dallas Goddard. I would take yep. him over Pat Fryermuth with all those middle tight ends. Over Kittle, yeah. So oh. he's go, he's a tight end five. He's going in the uh, tight end two, tight end three, tight end four. He's going at the oh he's tied in six excuse me, he's going at pick seventy. I mean, what more can he ask for for a top, top, pick, top sixth round end? possibly? Oh, give me that all day. All right, yeah, Giants offense woof except for and Tim Saquon Barkley, but uh, Commanders eight eight and one they were fighting for a playoff spot for a long time in the shitty NFC uh, but just missed out. I wrote Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, and their tight end, Logan Thomas. All hell no. Yeah, I think Sam Howell, he, um, he'd be my QB3 on, like, uh, like on my team, like on my personal team. Um, I would have a starter, a, a legitimate backup, like a – I'm trying to think. Like a, gosh. If I – anyway, yeah, he'd be my QB3. And I, I mean, draft him. Besides the – whatever the fuck's going on in Tampa Bay, I think Sam Howell's my 31st-ranked quarterback for fantasy. Uh, I don't – if we are told right here, right now, that he is playing every single game, he's above all the rookies. I would disagree. I no. think Anthony Richardson is easily going to rush for enough to produce QB 12 through 14 numbers with alone with only throwing 2,000 yards. Oh, I – I disagree on that one. Uh, Ooh, no. we, we might have to take a bet because I think that's an easy hammer for me. He is a terrible quarterback. Okay, terrible. so so is Daniel Jones. Okay, and he still threw it for thirty. You said for two thousand passing yards. Y- yes, that will get it done over Sam Howell playing seventeen games. Not at all. Sam Howell can sling it. He was mm. supposed to be a talent. He was supposed to be a first round guy. He had a bad kind of season. Um, he just disappointed. He just fell through the cracks. Josh Allen, as a rookie, was the – here are his stats. 2,000 passing yards, 630 rushing yards, eight touchdowns, and 10 total passing touchdowns. What do you think he finished as a QB? 19 or 20. 21. And you just laid out the same stats that you think Anthony Richardson is going to be the QB 14? Well – Maybe not QB fourteen, but he'll for sure finish ahead of Sam Howell. Well, oh. we, we might have to make a bet if these both these players play over fifteen games. Yeah. We'll see who finishes higher. I'll do that. Okay, I'll do that too. 
Um, so yeah, I'm not drafting Sam Howell. I'll pick him up in free agency um, on the on the waivers. Um, but he could have some decent upside. He has two good receivers, good running backs. He has uh, Eric Hemeny. I can never pronounce his name. Out of from the Chiefs, OC. So he has a lot of upside. Uh, in a, a twelve in, in a twelve man league, if everybody rosters two quarterbacks, there are twenty four quarterbacks I want over Sam Howell. I just don't see a world where you even pick him up off waivers. And I again, I th- I would have rather have him over CJ Stroud. I think he has way better pass catchers, better offenses. He's she's well, CJ Stroud does, and he's not a rookie. Um, same thing with Bryce Young. Same thing with Anthony Richardson. Same thing with Ryan Tannehill. Like, what has Ryan Tannehill done that you would rather put him out there over a guy with? Two good receivers, and, I a would. and a team that's going to be passing more than the Titans. Well, after, well, after, after this episode, we'll go through the quarterback list. I don't think there's eight quarterbacks I want more than Sam Howell. You, how, how many did you say? Eight, as a QB twenty-four. Okay. If everybody Me. rosters two quarterbacks, there's eight remaining. Well, I can think. I'm not touching the Niners at all. If Trey Lance is a starter, I'm take easily taking Trey Lance over Sam Howell. It'll be Brock Purdy. I'm easily taking Purdy over Sam Howell. Oh, my goodness. Give me Purdy. And you know how much I hate Purdy. Yeah, you can have him. All right, let's move on to actual guys that will have fantasy relevance. Um, so, yeah. G- I didn't know what to write about the running backs. <laughs> No, I coupled them together. Gibson RB31, Robinson RB41. Uh, Robinson did only play 12 games. Uh, Gibson had 207 opportunities. Robinson, 217. One's the ground and pound workhorse in Robinson. One's the pass catching back in Gibson. If I had to take one, I will take Gibson just because we play PPR. We love the pass catching backs. But I'm not excited, obviously, about either of these guys. Gibson should be the three-down back on this team. He should be. He is He's far better. I, Robinson, great story, insane what he had, what he went through. But Gibson's just better. Yeah, if you had two eyeballs and you were forced to watch any Commanders games last year, you could clearly see Gibson was the better back. Yeah, all, I, all, around, all around. Yeah, I don't. I just don't get the hype. He had three point eight nine, so three point nine adds a carry for Robinson. I would be shocked if Gibson Gibson was not better. Give me one second while I find him on Jack's team. So it's 3.89 compared to 3.66 last year. But the years before then, he was over four and over four and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me Gibson all day over Robinson. Okay. Let's talk about these receivers. Spicy, spicy, spicy. I like them both. I like their values. Terry McLaurin is going in best ball right now. Probably way worse than what he's going to end up. He is going as a wide receiver 25. He will easily beat that. Well, I mean, yeah, last year was his highest finish as a wide receiver 14. So if he's going with, with Carson Wentz, holy shit, yeah, he, I, he'll never be a wide receiver one. I'm throwing that on the table now with that, with the, where his quarterbacks are, Brissett, Owl, he won't be a wide receiver one. But I'm fine with him as my wide receiver two. If I can get a good in the third, fourth round, if I get a couple of running backs and wide receiver, totally fine as my wide receiver too. Jerry, Judy, or Terry McLaurin? They're going right next. They're the next closest. Uh, Terry? I'll take Terry. Okay. Um, he's right before DJ Moore. Oh, easily Terry. Fuck DJ Moore. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, he was wide receiver 25. So Damian Pierce or Terry McLaurin? Terry McLaurin. 
All right. Dalvin Cook. At the moment, Dalvin Cook or Terry McLaurin. If, if, if Cook is – well, at, at the moment, we don't know who he's playing for until Terry. Right. But if he's, if he's going back to the Vikings, give me Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. No, I don't. I don't draft tight ends there, and I especially don't draft tight ends named Kyle Pitts there. That's fine. Um, Cam Akers. I, he's I going. He is two. He's three spots ahead. Three spots ahead for the value. Give me Terry, but I do like Cam Akers as a sneaky pick this year. All right, last one. He's five spots ahead. Who I know you love, Miles Sanders. Oh, Miles Sanders has insane upside. Give me Sanders. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yep, that's that's fair. All right, so yeah, I mean, Terry, Terry McLaurin, um, I just think he did what he did last year's wide receiver 14. I think he'll do it again. I think he yeah, it, yeah, I think he'll finish between wide receiver 13 and 18 this year. Okay, yeah. So, um, What D- about the second-year guy, Dotson? Uh, I think he is going to – clearly emerges as a wide receiver two on this team. I know Curtis Samuel is in the mix last year, but uh, wide receiver 43 in 12 games last year, uh, 35, 523 and seven touchdowns. Honestly, I think he could borderline be his wide top 24 receiver this year. I, I think he's going to make that second year jump. Like we see all, all uh, rookie year tight ends going or wide receivers going to into their second year and, Honestly, I I love the value. I don't know if you have the best ball rankings pulled up there, but I think the yep. last redraft mock I did, he's going seventh, eighth round. Give me that all day. Yeah, he is currently the 82nd overall pick. I'm best yeah. ball wide receiver 38. Here's a fun one for you. They are right next to each other. Wide receiver 37, wide receiver 38, pick 81, pick 82. Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson. Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> Uh, I love Burks this year, but I know it. it okay, let, let me let me give you. I'll let you think. Oh, let God. me give this stat real quick, okay? Okay. In the last five weeks, thirteen on, they had a bye week in fourteen, so five games. This was his average. Average seven targets, sixty-eight point eight yards, so seventy, and three, and he had three touchdowns in those games. You put that on a seventeen-game pace. 119 targets, 71 catches, 1,169 yards, 10 touchdowns. That is identical to Terry McLaurin last year, but he had more. But he doubled him in touchdowns. Uh, Dotson would have if he averaged that throughout the season. Yeah, it, it's tough, but I lean 51% Dotson. Just because, wow. just because of the shitty quarterback play, and it, this offense is going to be terrible. I know he's, Burks is the wide receiver one, but uh, that that's so tough. Okay, I thought you were going to go Burks because he is the only pass catcher on that team. I know, but I, I think Dotson is the better receiver. Okay, okay, I agree. Yeah, I love Dotson up. Dotson's upside. He's the next the next receiver behind him is Corbin Sutton. No thanks. Javante Williams, nope. Madison, who right now bad, but could end up being a steal. Yeah, I get, give me Dotson over all those guys. JSN is three spots ahead. Who you who you taking? Uh, Dotson. If it's just this year, for sure, Dotson. Okay. I, I all right. I don't. Yeah. Uh, and let me said Logan Thomas. No thanks. Yeah. No. Uh, so standings predictions here. Uh, we I have the Eagles finishing first. I'm yep. assuming you do too. Yep. 
Uh, I have them at 12 and five. Their schedule is pretty fucking tough this year. It is. And I, I almost went 11 and six, but I went 12 and five. Okay. I have the Cowboys at 11 and six. So do I. Whoa. Oh, okay. Wait. So you have the Eagles 12 and five Cowboys 11 and six. Yep. I have the Giants finishing in third at eight and nine. Ooh, seven and ten. And then Commanders in the basement at five and twelve. This is gonna be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Same. Oh, okay. NFC. Wow. <laughs> it's separated by one Giants win and loss. That's it. Yeah, you have the Giants beating the Packers and I don't. That's where it's coming from. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have the Bears beating the Commanders though. Uh, I don't think I – I think I went back and forth on that one. <laughs> I really right. did. Uh, I can see, like, if, if if it's a win by three scores, it's the Bears. Like, I think I – mean, I, I don't think the Commanders can blow out a team. Commanders beat the Bears last year 12-7. to 7. Yeah, I was in <laughs> Mykonos for that game. I oh. was in Mykonos, yep. All right, that'll do it for this episode. We're going around the horn. So next week we have the dominant AFC South. That'll be a fun one. God, just the Jaguars is all I want. (laughs) All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at The Kneel Down, and we will catch you guys next week. See you next week. Next week, thanks for listening.